podcast is brought to you by Udo's Choice, made with your health in mind. Health is your birthright and natural state. For more information on our award-winning supplements, go to udoschoice.com. Hello. Hello, everyone. How are you today? And all our cyber friends who are watching us around the world, how are you? I hope you're well. <laughs> so. so, Prem, it's two years since we last met, mm-hmm. and what an experience that was for me. Um, how have the last two years been for you? What have, what have you been doing? Give us a sense of what's been going on with the, the Prem Rawat journey recently. Oh, B-U-S-Y. Just busy, 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 busy. Uh, reaching, you know, the just doing the same thing that I always do, just in a different way, and reaching different audiences and different mediums and different, just different approaches, because I think we have a shot at it on the face of this earth. That there can be peace, and there can be peace in the heart of the human beings. And to have a shot at it and not take that shot, that's too much. It has to be done. Somebody has to do it. And I really think that, you know, we see the problems, we don't see the goodness in this world. Somebody just innately asked me that question. And uh, he said, you know, what's going to happen to this crazy world? I said, yeah, there is a lot of craziness in this world, but there's also really beautiful stuff in this world. And they're beautiful people. They have a lot of compassion. You know, when you take a look at 7.7 billion people on the face of this earth, the troublemakers are an extreme minority. Extreme, 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 extreme minority. And they are very extreme, but they are an extreme minority. (laughs) And there's so many, so many, so many of us And that message, taking that message to people that, look, it's possible. This is our time. This is our opportunity. This can be something that we do as as people on the face of this. That's, you know, little stuff like that. That's that's, (laughs) that's what I do. (laughs) It's amazing listening to you talk and reading your words as well. I feel a thing which I don't feel very often when I'm reading my newspapers or looking at my Facebook or whatever, and that's hope. Hmm. Uh, tell me how you, how, how you put meat on that bone. How do you, how do you <laughs> turn that into an engine for us? Well, actually, I have to tell you something. Since you brought that word up, hope, this is going to almost sound scripted, but believe me, this is not scripted. <laughs> um, if you look at the definition of hope, it is the desire that we have to fulfill our dreams. The problem with hope is, when did we actually get qualified to become good dreamers? We're not qualified at all. We dream about things that actually cause us total chaos, problems, you know, it's like, 
Oh, I wish I could, I could buy that car. I wish I was driving in that. I can, people actually go, you know, and I, like, I, 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 I can see myself in this car. And then it's like, how much is it? Well, you can't afford it. It's obvious you can't afford it. But you just have visualized. This is your hope now. And you go back home and you're like, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. And then you got it. You got your car. Your bank account is zero. You actually now owe money. And you're going to be working it off for the rest of your sweet life. So our dreams are not amazing dreams. I mean, we really have to start dreaming the ultimate human dream that there can be. And then hope that that comes true. So what is the ultimate human dream? What exactly, that's my question too. What is the ultimate? <laughs> what is the ultimate human dream? And the ultimate human dream has to be the truest fulfillment. The truest fulfillment, not in a worldly sense, but in a complete way where you are satisfied, where you are happy, where you know what this is about, what life is about, that it isn't just the whole circumstances of slaps, you know, one day, boom, one day, boom, one day, boom, one day is like, am I going north, am I going south, am I going east, am I going west, or am I going down? <laughs> and uh, it, it is, when like that baby, when it is totally satisfied, it has no more desires, it has no more wishes, it has no more wants, and it wants just to be in that moment with that beautiful smile, looking at the mother, looking at the father, and being ever so present. And, and, and you know what happens to the mother and father when that baby is like that. Oxytocin. They, they, they get with, with it. They allow themselves to be taken in that moment and be swept in that moment and to be consumed. And that's, I guess, a good word, consumed. So it's like it goes beyond happiness. It goes beyond just satisfaction. It just goes beyond all of those things to where there is the truest, truest fulfillment of a human being. Because the thing is, a plant knows what it is about. Believe me, it does, okay? I'm in the middle of this book and it's like, <laughs> these trees, they actually know their stuff. They're smart, they're very intelligent. It's just the human beings for a long time were so dumb that they couldn't realize that kind of intelligence. So it's, it's a bit of a shame. But now through more and more scientific discoveries, they're finding out how intelligent these trees really are. They help each other. They actually help each other. And if, they, if one tree is not doing good or gets cut down or something happens to that tree, the other trees of the same species will come together to help it. And they connect with the roots and give nutrition to that tree, share their nutrition 
because they want that tree to live. It's pretty mind-blowing stuff. <laughs> so those plants know what their purpose is and they will do everything. They will take every opportunity to make that happen. You know, the, that is how we have to be. Then, we, then if we hope, then those hopes will come true. There's no reason why those hopes should not come true. It hope doesn't become of keep your fingers crossed. Let's see what happens. I mean, how many people are there today looking at the football game or the cricket match and going, I hope. <laughs> and the roots of these games that, you know, so, okay, I'm not a big sports fan. <laughs> started at the time of the Colosseum. And everybody, it was like, you know, this is what I was saying, but, and I don't want to get into it too much because people will, of course, get very upset. But the thing is, it, 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 it somehow, when that team wins and it is our team, we win too. When we never picked the ball up, <laughs> never broke a sweat, but somehow we won because they won. And then if they lose, we lose. And boy, what's at stake? And people are sitting there at the edge and going, yes, 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 yes. And it's like, why aren't you that excited about your own life? Why aren't you supporting yourself like that? Go, 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 go for peace, go for joy, go for clarity, go for understanding. Win, 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 win. And I mean, half of these games, are actually, I was watching tennis. I like tennis. I do play tennis and I like tennis. And you can actually win in tennis not because of your talent, but the other person's flub. <laughs> it's like, wow, what a game, you know? So, is, is cricket wrong? Of course not. I mean, I was born in India, and uh, I don't know if Indians claim, Indians claim that they did everything first. But I, I haven't heard that about cricket, so I don't know what it is, but cricket is played everywhere in India. Football is played in America. Um, you know, soccer played in Europe and so many countries. Tennis and all of these games, golf. That's a little hard one to understand sometimes. <laughs> because, you know, okay, so you got the little ball, just make the hole bigger. It'll be a lot easier. If that's the point, make the hole bigger. And, and you, you'll have a lot better success. But that's not the point. The point is to overcome a hurdle and then win. Well, you've, you've got hurdles, don't you? Don't they? Don't you have hurdles? And who's rooting for you? 
You want God to root for you. You want God to fix your problems. When you should root for yourself to begin with, so at least God can go, wow, there's somebody rooting for somebody there. Who's that? You know, so th that's, that's, that's what I think about hope, that hope for the right thing sounds great, but you know, just because of hoping for a dream, you know, you're walking down the street, you see a girl, and she's fabulous looking, and then it's like, I hope, I hope, you know. It's like, it's like that romantic thing, you know, you're looking back at her and you're hoping she'll turn around and look at you, because that means she loves you. God, the things we hope for, you know. Um, I hope I pass because I didn't study the year, whole year and I just hope I pass. Uh, the officer pulls us over. Why? Because we've been speeding. You know, you have to realize it's not really pleasant for a police officer to pull a person over and talk to a total stranger who's going to be hostile. It's not pleasurable. He pulls you over because you were breaking the law. You were speeding. And what are you sitting there going, I hope, I hope, I hope he doesn't give me a ticket. That's your hope? That's the things you hope for? You lost your car keys because you were too drunk to remember where you put them. And you're hoping, and you're hoping you find them. <laughs> you know, and so the whole hope thing gets very convoluted and on a spiritual level, hope is very holy. Hope is like, wow, hope, you know, hope for the world and hope, hope that, you know, you will, when you die, you will actually somehow take, there will be a mistake and you'll end up in heaven. <laughs> You're really hoping for a giant mistake that, 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 you know, Saint Peter will call your name when it's really on the wrong list and he just makes, you know, anyways, hope, hope, hope. So, what I'm saying here in a way is let's examine in ourselves, what am I hoping for? I mean, hope is a powerful thing. Because I know hope is a powerful thing because when I really hope for something, it empowers me, it somehow gives me strength. So hope is a powerful thing, what am I using it for? You know, I, I hope I do this or I hope this happens. So that's what I think about hope. So, so it was like, you know, I, I couldn't, he couldn't have asked a better question. <laughs> so I'm, I was hoping somebody would ask me that question. <laughs> One of the things that, that having read Peace is Possible, which is going to be available in the interval, um, one of the things that struck me was the difficulty to, to not be distracted. I feel like there are so many things banging at our door all the time, whether that's on your, your, your social media or your, um, your job or whatever. How do you, how do you find that resilience to look after yourself, to make your, to, to look after yourself and make yourself feel healthy and happy and in a good place? 
That's a very interesting question because um, somebody had actually sent me a question and said, you know, we're just so distracted. There's so many things going on that are wrong and, and we're so distracted. So what can we do so that we are not that distracted? I started thinking about that. And I started remembering what Buddha said. Buddha said, don't be distracted. And Kabir said, don't be distracted. We're always distracted. You know, your mind is wandering in the three worlds. And I was like, why is Kabir talking about being distracted? There were no iPhones at Kabir's time. There were, why is Buddha talking about mind being distracted? There were no cell phones. There wasn't all this technology. There wasn't any of this stuff. So, so could it be? That's where the epiphany happens. The human beings have always been distracted. And the answer to that is emphatically yes. So we can look at all this technology and create our new excuse. But there's always been some excuse for us where we stay distracted. But what is distraction? Distraction is attraction, but not on the right thing. So if you're driving and you're attracted, your, your attention is attracted to the road, well, that's not a distraction, that's an attraction. That's, and that's correct, that's, that's how it should be. So the question here should be not why that, that we are distracted, but what are we not attracted to that we should be attracted to? And the answer is the self. If you're not attracted to the self, you are in the state of distraction. Period. So, you know, we, we're, we're very proud, we, and, and human beings should be very proud. Look, look what we have accomplished. When the West, the, 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 they're called the discoverers, or they made all these discoveries. They ended up in Mexico, they brought smallpox. And all the people, all this, this, this whole empire that was there, they weren't resistant to smallpox. And almost over 40% of the people got wiped out by smallpox. Not too long ago, United Nations just declared that the world is smallpox free. Quite an accomplishment. More people are dying because they're committing suicide than of wars. Quite an accomplishment, right? Wrong! because of the distraction.
We have accomplished a lot. But if we still don't know who we are, whatever we have accomplished, it'll make us feel like we have accomplished nothing. And so today, without knowing the self, you have the same issues that were at the time of Buddha, that were time of Krishna, that were time of Ram, that were time of Jesus, that were time of Muhammad. Hey, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention to something more wonderful going on than you're being distracted. And that's the distraction, the ultimate distraction. It's, um, yeah, <laughs> it, it feels like um, th there are so many things out there. The, the one that, that resonates very strongly with me at the moment, personally, and I think with a lot of people, is fear. People seem more scared and jittery than certainly two years ago when we last spoke. It, almost like it's been industrialized in the last couple of years. And that preys on a very human thing, doesn't it? Fear. How do, what do we do about that? How do we help ourselves with that? The thing is, because we don't know ourselves, we listen to other people. And other people are masters of getting through to us by various tools. And one of the local tools that is nowadays used is fear. If you don't do, well, it's been used for a really long time. Religion used it years ago. Don't do this, you're gonna go to hell. And of course people went, well, what is hell? So it's like, you know, yes, yes, have a sermon. It goes on for 45 minutes, nobody's talking about heaven, everybody's talking about hell because that's the whole premise of fear. Oh, you better do this, otherwise, oh, you better do... And then your mother starts using that. You better do, you better do this, otherwise a boogeyman's gonna come out of the closet. A dog will never stop being a dog. A chicken will never stop being a chicken. A duck will never stop being a duck. A cat will never stop being a cat. Even the, the cat owner is talking to the cat like, go Mr. Chubby, you're just so happy. <laughs> it's just still like the cat looks at us like, I really don't understand you and get out of my way and bring me, bring me my food, <laughs> you know. So the thing is, but human beings can do that. They will stop being human. And it's very simple to be human. All you need is that love. Do we need sympathy? We don't need sympathy. Empathy, yes. Yes. But it evaporates, it just, goes away and we go yeah okay this is what's happening and then after the thing is my friends after a little while after a little while you get so used to fear it starts to feel good when there is a little element of fear in it that little risk, that just, that, that, that little thing. Have, have you, you know how many horror movies there are out there? 
And they're ridiculous. They are absolutely ridiculous. And this person walks into the house and the house is ready to eat this person. And I'm like, why would anybody even make a movie like that? I mean, what would we, but it's like, and there, and there are people who sit there and they're sitting in the movie theater and they're eating their popcorn and they can't talk and they can't, I mean, huh. you know the routine. And then all you have to do is go, boo! And you see a missile take off without a rocket engine. So as, 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 as human beings, please, please stop being afraid. There's no reason to be afraid. There's no reason. Let me put it in context for you. Do you know what's going on just outside the atmosphere of this earth? They're meteorites hurling around. Their bodies, heavenly bodies, whirling around that could decimate this earth in a flash. Just like that. But they don't. They don't. And you have the most powerful thing happening inside of you, the coming and going of this breath. The blessing of the divine. You happen to be on planet Earth, which happens to be in the part of the galaxy that is the quietest. You happen to come along at a time when the earth is void of dinosaurs. I mean, can you imagine? It's like the Chinese saying, you know, uh, don't thank God for the tiger, but thank God for not giving it wings. <laughs> or don't blame God for making the tiger thank God for not giving it wings so what are you afraid of? there's no reason to be afraid this breath comes into you life is with you what are you afraid of? And we, if we want freedom, because freedom is only precious to us when it is taken away. When we think we have freedom and we don't, that is the worst thing. That's called lunacy. Don't be afraid. Walk on this planet Earth. You've been placed here. You're here. You're alive. You have every right to walk with your head held high.
You are not. You not. You are not. You are. And you should shine. Not be afraid. Not please. Don't you understand the trick to be a successful politician? Do you know what the trick to being a successful politician is? Don't listen to anyone. <laughs> this is my observation. <laughs> they don't listen to anyone. People tell them all these things and they go, mm, but they're not listening. <laughs> elect me, and well, well, no problem. We'll do this for you. Then they get elected, and it's like, what? Did you say that? I I didn't hear you. And that was the famous one. There was one president in this one country, <laughs> long time ago. And he had given specific instructions to his helicopter pilots that whenever he would land, to leave the helicopter running instead of shutting it down. They, the, that one group actually went through a lot of expense to immediately shut off the engines of the helicopter after landing so the, the, the president of that country, that particular country, could walk out and have interaction with press and so on. And, and it really usually requires two minutes for that helicopter engines to operate at idle before you shut them down. Well, they used to do it. And it was the presidential helicopter, so big deal, you know, if it means replacing the engines, so be it. He told them, leave it running. He had come out and the press would ask him questions. And you can see this and he would go, I can't hear you. Brilliant! I'm going to use that next time my child starts talking to me. Yeah. Brilliant! I mean, you know, this is it. So if they know what the secret is, don't listen to anyone. Why don't you learn something from them? Stop listening. Start listening to the ones you love. Start listening to the ones you care about. And what do people do? They don't listen to the ones they care about. They don't listen to their, to their own family. Who do they listen to? Somebody they don't even know. Something is wrong. Don't you think so? Thanks for listening to today's podcast, courtesy of the Timeless Today app. If you want to learn more about what Prem Rao talks about, he offers a practical online course called Peak. To help you understand and experience personal peace, go to premrao.com, that's R-A-W-A-T, and click on Peak. Prem's book, Hear Yourself, How to Find Peace in a Noisy World, published by HarperCollins, is now available. For further information, go to hearyourselfbook.com. If you have any questions for Prem Raut about his new book or Life's Essentials podcast, please email us at lifeessentials with premraut at gmail.com.